When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby league. Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Yeah, hello. Not a, not a great game for South fans. Uh, South fans losing to the Cowboys at Barlow Park in Cairns. I personally, I found that to be quite a dull game. I know you boys disagree. Uh, but for me, probably <laughs> the most interesting part of that game uh, was being able to hear on the telly that the DJ in Cairns was playing the Sex Pistols Holidays in the Sun wow. during the game. A song about the juxtaposition of freedom in West Berlin and <laughs> horrific oppression in East Berlin written in 1977 while the city was still partitioned by the Berlin Wall. <laughs> Finally, a rugby league DJ we can believe in. <laughs> okay, guys. Big thanks to the Triple M call team, Dan Ganane, Gordon Tallis and Jamie Soward. This is The Back Row with AH Chris and Rose on 104.9. And we're just three footy fans looking forward to round 20 women in league. I'm AH Kaylee, Chris Gale. I am woman, hear me raw. How you going? Oh, hate manly. <laughs> uh, uh, Andrew Rose, woman, you know you're a woman. you got to be a woman. i got the feeling of love. How are you going? I'm good, thank you, AH. It's a big week for me. As a child, I've waited my whole life for this week, and that is because KFC is officially selling merchandise now. KFC, I'm wearing my KFC fried chicken uh. socks right now. I've got my finger-licking good necklace on. At home, I've got my Colonel Sanders face on my pillow. And for $20,000, you can get a 400-year-old piece of meteorite in the shape of a Zinger Burger. Great, so we can have ourselves a merry little chicken time every day of the year. <laughs> Look, we're here until 8 o'clock and in this first hour, the origin aftermath. In terms of coaching, where do we go from here? Uh, Chris's, of course, Chris's horribly named weekly round wrap-up, the back wrap. Uh, but up next, Jamal Idris is apparently participating in a reality TV show, but that's all the information we have, so let's speculate. Stick around. Oh, hate manly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hate manly. <laughs> We're the back row on 104.9 Triple M with AH, Chris and Rose. And i got to tell you, boys, one of the joys of, uh, of having a show here on Triple M Sydney is having to make eye contact with Gordon Tallis after a Blues <laughs> origin loss. <laughs> a horrible experience for all. <laughs> I think it's made your day, eh? Uh, yeah. You sound very happy. Days. Almost giddy. Damn, be cool, A man. little bit giddy. <laughs> uh, look, so the Herald has reported uh, that Jamal Idris is currently in lockdown preparing for um, a reality TV show. Mm. We don't know. And it was just, it was a quick little line Mm -hmm. uh, in a story about his, uh, you know, comeback from injury. Um, What do we reckon, boys? Which show could it possibly be? My brain immediately went to The Bachelorette. So, oh. Sophie Monk. Oh, Sophie Monk, of yeah. course. Well, if that's true, I mean, put the glasses down, a Monk-Idris hookup, <laughs> it would rate its head off. Midris? Absolutely. Would you call them Midris? Yeah. <laughs> Jamunk. A dunk. <laughs> I dunk. I dunk. It'd be like a basketballer, but uh, a tremendous baby. Give I us think. a call, Channel 9, <laughs> or whatever it is. But it's interesting news for Tigers fans, because he's out there doing all the rehab on the knee, though he hasn't actually been given a ticket on the bus yet, so we don't know whether he is Tigers-bound next season. Mm. But he says that I do want to continue my rugby league career, which I think is great news. That's nice. 
But there is this issue about the reality show. Now, of course, my perception of all kids' uh, entertainment shows over the last 20 years is there's always a character with dread. (laughs) Nitro, right? Yeah, so it could be some sort of elimination thing. Who's going to be Australia's next kids host? Uh, Australia's next top model definitely comes to mind because they've sort of opened it up these days. It's a yeah, it was a while back they opened non-gender it. Non-gender specific. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he would and yeah, he, he'd smash it. And he is a big, handsome dude. Yeah. Mm. But uh, what about the Triple M are running a competition for a new commentary caller? This, this That's idea- true. Triple M's looking for its new Triple M footy voice. If you think it's you, you can head to triplem.com.au. But Ooh, really... Nice plug. Nice. Oh, because well, I'm a professional broadcaster. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but really, I mean... No one's got a chance if, if maybe perhaps this is what Jamal's preparing for. Well, I think you guys are th- thinking a little bit too locally. Like, you know, I thought about the like MasterChef could be fun trying to watch him whip up a souffle. But let's think outside Australia. What about one of those crazy Japanese game shows? You sure. know, when you've got to like dive oh, through yeah. something and then if you lose, you lose a finger or something. Sure. You know how they're always really that insane? One, <laughs> that one where they are like, they're on a set and some objects are chocolate and some objects are not. Yeah. And you have to go up and like, Give it a chew yeah. to see if it's if chocolate or not. Oh, Iron Chef, but the original Iron Chef. Yeah. Transport him back to the 90s in the golden age of Iron Chef and see how we go. Yeah, I want a game show where he doesn't actually actually know the rules because he can't speak the language. He's just, just standing there going, am I, do, am I winning? <laughs> just as long as there's nothing involving the knee. We need the knee right. Yeah. We need to get the knee better. <laughs> oh, well, then maybe The Bachelorette won't be, won't be so good because uh, isn't it? You, Ultimately, the aim is to go down on one knee. Uh, that's a very, very good point. Yes. And he might... Jamal might stumble yeah. at the final hurdle. You really have to look after your knees if you're planning to go down. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. <laughs> 104.9. That's the one. Good job. FM. 104.9, Triple M Sydney. Uh, this is the back row with AH, Chris and Rose. Yes, here we are. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just so enthralled by your intro there. Look, uh, Origin... Uh, oh, it's going well. Origin finished this week, and uh, I think we can all agree that the thing on everyone's mind after Origin uh, season has ended and we're looking back at Origin 3, what went wrong for the Blues? I think clearly the thing everyone's thinking about is Bernard Fanning's performance before the Origin. Oh, of course, yes. Now, firstly, that was way too much pyro for an acoustic pop song. <laughs> yeah. That was just ridiculous. And secondly, wish you well, this is war, Bernard. Yeah. This is war. Come on, treat me like a dog or it, something. It was like uh, David Warner, um, cricketer David Warner, tweeted, may the best team win tonight. And it actually made me angry. Yeah. It was so milquetoast that it personally insulted me that that could be the most un-origin, un-origin spirited thing you could ever tweet. Mm-hmm. President Goat, a.k.a. Cameron Smith, has a mm-hmm. tendency to be like that on Twitter himself. <laughs> Like on the boxing. You mean the people who do his Twitter for him. <laughs> Correct. The, minions. the battery of people that come up with gold like, it's Boxing Day. The cricket's on. Should be a good game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, it's you mentioned Bernard Fanning because he's released a brace of solo albums, Civil Dusk and Brutal Dawn, and when you put the first album on at evening, it's kind of civil. By the time you've listened to the two of them, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> brutal Dawn, yeah. But, of course, yet again, Rose, you're wrong. The big talking point coming out of Origin 3 is the New South Wales Blues coaching merry-go-round. Ah. Yes, I think that's what we were heading for. And my first question is, why do coaches have merry-go-rounds and why are they on them? Is yeah. it really a merry-go-round? <laughs> that's a very good point. God damn it. I don't know All right, so the questions are, who should be coaching New South Wales? Should Daly step down? All the rest of it. Bennett came out with quite a sledge, didn't he? Yeah. Wayne Bennett said, look, I've coached New Zealand, England, Australia, 
and Queensland. There's no way I'm touching New South Wales, <laughs> which says the brand's a little bit on the nose. Um, some of the horses on the merry-go-round at the moment, Danny Baderis, who's been working with the under-20 origin blues, he said, leave me out of this. <laughs> Craig Fitzgibbon a little bit from left of centre. Of course, the nostalgia people amongst us are calling for Phil Gus Gould to come mm. back, our only legendary origin coach, to be fair. The Daily Astonisher ran a poll. Uh, and the people who polled were a guy called Laurie Daly. Does anyone remember? Never heard of him. No, I never heard of him. 8%. <laughs> Freddie Fittler, 10%. But way out in front, Andrew Joey Johns was 72%. And mm. how many people responded to this poll? 1,400. But that's, that's substantial. That's pretty a good, yeah. yeah. So, of course, it has raised the question of Joey coaching on his own. His brother, Matty, has been completely in favour of it. He said, I know it would probably drive him crazy, and mm. I'd kind of like to see that, but mm. I still think he'd be the right guy. Mm. Or even a combined uh, Fittler-Johns ticket. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, look, Johns, uh, Johns, what am I, a journalist? Joey uh, is expected to tell the Sunday footy show tonight that he won't be doing it. Right. An exclusive for Buzz Rothfield that everyone already knows because they've put out that he's going to be doing it. But right. look, fans still want it, though. Uh, and they, they in particular want the Joey-Freddy dynamic duo. So... I don't care about reality. One triple three five three. How would you feel about Joey and Freddie? Triple M Sydney one hundred four point nine. This is the back row with AH Chris and Rose, and we were talking about the whole issue of New South Wales coaching, uh, and we've asked, you know, how would you feel? Who would you want as New South Wales coach? We have Peter from Pennant Hills on the line. What are your thoughts, Peter? Oh, it doesn't matter who the coach is, oh. whoever they are. All they have to do is create six superstars. <laughs> All because, they have to do. Yeah, because Queensland's got five. We've got none. So that's all I have to do, get six, and we outnumber them. Peter, Dr. Frankenstein, is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Uh, Mark from Terrigal is on the line. You have a, a suggestion that hasn't quite been put out there yet. Yeah, I'm... I believe uh, Matthew should help Andrew with uh, coaching the thing. Ah, and brothers. Beautiful. Brothers beautiful. coaching, yeah. I like it. Matthew's, Matthew's ability is second to none, and he can also keep Joey in line. Oh, I like that. I think Joey's pretty good at keeping himself in line these days. But we were talking before, Chris, regarding a, a Joey-Freddie duo. You were saying that um, it would be great to have them there because they can show sort of, you know, the equivalent of like a I survived a car crash, don't you do it kind of thing video and, and actually help keep the boys in line in a it-happened-to-me-don't-do-it way. I like how we're having this serious conversation about who should coach the Blues and Mark from Terrigal is currently entering orbit. Is that loud? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. All right, Mark. All right, see you. See you, Have a good one. <laughs> 104.9, Triple M, AH, Chris and Rose, forming the back row here for you tonight. How good's Aerosmith? Oh, mm-hmm. Always very, good. Feeling very sexy here in the studio. Uh, look, it, we, it was an interesting round. Um, and, of course, it's time for Chris's horrifically titled segment, in my opinion, the round wrap-up, the back wrap. Guys, last week we were inundated by angry listeners who were not happy that your theme song wasn't around. So I've pulled a few strings and we're back with the great theme oh, song, Chris Gale's The Back Wrap. Uh, You're so kind, Rose. You're so kind. Before we get into the final split round of the season, let's just briefly reflect on the brutal facts of that it was Queensland 22 over New South Wales 6 in Origin 3. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing was made official with the post-match vision 
of Molly Meldrum kissing the hand of Prince Thurston. Oh, stop it. The regime continues. But now here we are. The ladder, when you go to your paper tomorrow, your online, your tablet, your device, the ladder is the ladder. It's mm. just wins and losses from here. No more mm. buyers, okay? Yeah. No more buyers. We can draw a line through the South Sydney Rabbitohs, by the way. I think they've joined the West Tigers and Newcastle Knights dreaming about what might have been and what 2018 will be. Uh, sad. The round kicked off with the Penrith Panthers certainly on a surge towards the eight as St George Illawarra have slumped to eighth on oh, the ladder. no! With yeah. a 34-22 victory over the hapless New Zealand Warriors, Gus Gould has been furiously talking down the performance of Nate Cleary, who with his 22 points and three tries now holds the most points scored by a Panther against a Warrior, and his dad Ivan holds the record for the most points scored by a Warrior against a Panther. Is it, cl- is it true he used to be a ball boy for the Warriors as That's well? That's 100% true. Wow, amazing. And by the way, people often remark how much they look alike. I don't see it. I don't see it either. <laughs> The match is a tale of two knees. Trent Merrin and poor old Sean Johnson, apparently ACL could be gone for the year. AH, here we go. Canberra in Golden Point, 18 Mm. over St. George, Illawarra, 14. Wow. Uh, You were beaten by what must be the whitest team in the NRL. Yeah. We've got... Also the luckiest. That 40-20 was such a fluke. Sorry Uh. to interrupt you, Chris. Uh, And then also, I know I said this yesterday when we were doing Roy and HG's show, but for for the first time in a long time, the Dragons were the best team on the field. And, and we got we got robbed. <laughs> oh, that was a great forty twenty. It was hail season. Hail season. Masterful. How, how good would it have been if the other eighty minutes of the game had looked like that? <laughs> Not for you guys. <laughs> and there's no it truth. It was very the... dull until we lost it. There's no truth to the rumor that uh, Aiden Caesar was actually dressed up as one of the uh, apes in the upcoming episode of War of the Planet. Ah, of the apes. very nice. Shannon Boyd, I Joseph Paulo, hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Uh, Joseph, oh, okay, right. <laughs> Joseph Paulo, Josh Papali, and the return of the Coltrane with the winning assist to Whitehead, the whitest team in the NRL. Papali might be in a bit of hot water facing a grade two shoulder charge, three oh. weeks on the sideline, two with the early guilty plea. Yeah, Absolutely. I don't know. That uh, was grubby as it, hell. It was a welcome return of the MILF last night as uh, Brisbane triumphed over Newcastle. Familiar tale for the Knights fans, leading 12-6 at halftime and then coughing up three tries in 10 minutes. I am loving Benji Marshall. I think Benji Marshall is back back with a, with a, with a vengeance. That little short pass to get that other try, I like him. You imply it's current. I'm always loving the guy. Yeah, true. Wasn't it interesting with Sam Thidey who broke the plane NFL style <laughs> and decided <laughs> to throw it back for an assist? Just look at the try area, Please. Sam. You're over it by half a metre. We're going to go into greater detail detail about the fact that the Gold Coast Titans went swimming with sharks last night and came out singing in the rain. (laughs) 30 points to 10. Uh, Yes, unfortunately, my boys, the West Tigers, went down in a, you know, reasonably heroic effort out at a packed bumper crowd at Lotto Land. Yeah, they gave it. Everyone was filling in their little forms to get their lucky numbers as Marty Kapow (laughs) Tapow registered his 100th game. Tigers haven't won there since 2003. Brutal. And and Akilu Iwade scored a fantastic try wearing some sort of very interesting accoutrement on his head. I'd love to know what that is. Yeah, I thought maybe it was like he had a camera strapped on there or something, but they they saw saw nothing of it. Rugby League, it's innovation all the time. NRL (laughs) POV. And then finally, the North Queensland Cowboys continue their run to the semifinals over the now eliminated South Sydney Rabbitohs. South tried to execute a banana kick, which you'd think would go well right up in far north Queensland, but it still didn't work. <laughs> and uh, they were a victim to yet another powerful try by Cohen Hess. And this, uh, Dan Ganane says they're looking for nicknames. 
I like Aryan Superman. Oh, that's a bit too ubermensch for me. <laughs> I love it. And, Boy. and Rocky Horror. In just seven days, yes. I can make you a man. Perfection. I like that one. And on a positive note for South fans, all uh, respect to Sam Burgess because that guy gives absolutely everything in a losing effort. And that was the back wrap <laughs> of the week. AH Chris and Rose joining you this evening on the back row on 104.9 Triple M. Now, look, the origin loss was devastating, and I think from here on probably the less said about it, the better. Sure. Mm-hmm. However, there was one thing that added uh, insult to injury for me, and that was the post-match interviews uh, with uh, the first one I heard was Billy Slater. Cameron Munster said after an origin game that they'd come away with the two points, which is completely incorrect. Um, <laughs> it's approximate. It's a, yeah, sure. Uh, and Billy Slater also was just, he was just far too intellectual altogether. Um, it, because here's the thing, boys. They actually get media training on how to do those post-match interviews, and both of them just completely shirked the rules. Right. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, I sat in with Radio Chaser uh, here on Triple M on Wednesday, and they actually managed to get exclusive audio of one of these training sessions. Hi. Welcome to Rugby League Media Training. I am your trainer, Karen. Okay. Should we kick it off? So you've just won the game. Oh, really? No, 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 no. You haven't played it yet. We're just role-playing. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, right. No, yeah. Oh, I was wondering. Okay. <laughs> so you've just won the game. Brad Fittler's come over. The headphones are on. He's asking you about the win. First, you need to invite our curiosity with an ambiguous intro. What might that sound like? Uh, yeah, nah. Or... Nah, yeah. Great. Now, what kind of game was it? It was a tough game. Correct. How else could you say that? Uh, it was tough at times. Yep. And where was it tough? Out there. Good. Now, you have to commend your teammates. How might you do that? Um, full credit. Full credit to? The team. Try again. Uh, the boys. Full credit to the boys. Great. And you could also say the lads. That's all right these days. But for a full credit, it's best to go with the boys. Yeah, got it. Okay. 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 So you played the game. You got more points than the other team. So what did you do? I won. Okay, well, you didn't win. Oh, sorry. We won. Yeah, but we don't say it like that, do we? Do you remember the right way? Uh, came away with the two points. That's usually what you'd say, but this is origin. Came away with the win. When? In the end. Perfect. What are you thrilled about? The paycheck. Mm, Think about the viewers. Oh, uh, thrilled to get to represent and do this for all the folks at home. And where's home? Tamarama. No, not Tamarama. Um, where does your grandma live? I never met her. Right, but where's she from? Oh, Gunnedah. Perfect. Okay, now can we try putting that all together? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, nah, look, uh, it was a tough game and just, yeah, I mean, you know, full credit to the boys. We went out there and put in 110% and we're just, you know, really happy we came away with the win in the end and just thrilled to get to represent and do this for all the folks at home in Gunnedah. Wonderful. Great job. Okay, good luck with tonight uh, and let's book you in again for early March. You'll get a reminder. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'll see you then. Oh, oh, wait, wait, actually, are you up to date on scandal response? Probably... Probably uh, be having a big party if you come away with the win in the end tonight. Uh, I've let myself down. I've let my club down. I've let my family down. Okay, and- great, great. Okay, see ya. Bye. When it's all said and done, when the pads are all packed up, the refs have packed away the whistles, and the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. One, two, And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby league. Oh! Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for-
special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Yes, that's right. AH Chris and Rose. Uh, I'm AH Kaylee. Chris Gale, how are you? I'm pretty good, AH. I've been reflecting on the call we got earlier from Peter saying that we need to manufacture six superstars to compete in Origin. Mm. And I thought Dr. Frankenstein was what we needed. But in fact, the answer is staring us in the face. We already have Dr. Frankenstein. Craig Bellamy, come back to coach the Blues. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Andrew Rose, how are you going? I'm good, thank you, AH. I know a lot of people went to Homebush last night to see the uh, Sydney FC versus, uh, uh, sorry, the, the Wanderers. Wanderers versus Arsenal and the AFL and uh, Frozen. So a big shout out to everyone who's still stuck in the car park there at Homebush. <laughs> <laughs> so, some people went to all three, I think. <laughs> we'll be with you until 8 o'clock. Uh, and we're going to be chatting about, look, the Mayweather-McGregor fight promo round has been thrilling for Sledge fans ever. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but Rose has some suggestions for Floyd in how to up his sledge game. Uh, women in League is next week. Uh, we'll be talking wet, wet footy. Those two topics are completely unrelated. And of course, back row of the week. And right after this, just the tip. You're listening to Triple M Sydney. This is the back row with AH Kaylee, Chris Scale, and Andrew Rose. Try to work out which one's which. It's all up to you. Ooh. Look, the time is 7.09, but it's also time for. Now on Triple M's Shut back up, row. Felix. Just the tip. Whoa! Just the tip. Oh, jeez. Just the tip. Just the tip. Bobbity boo, ladies and gentlemen. Origin's over, and as Chris Gale said earlier, all the buys are done. It's nothing but footy until the end now. And when I ever want the storm to win on the road, I always say, I tip the road, Jack. Oh, I don't you come boy. back. No more, no more, no, no. no. How, many, okay. how many rounds we got left? Uh, oh, mate, I'll tell you what, I am running out of them. <laughs> I'm going to be sending Triple M emails being like, really? You put me together with this guy? Really? Okay, you got to give it to me. I still have a re- repeated one, so that's not bad. Let's do the scores, guys. I really need you guys to lift the games in the back end of the round here. This is getting a little ugly. Outright third place on 81 points, AHK lady. Yeah, well. Second place, only one point ahead on 82 points. It's Chris Gale. One point is enough. Yeah, there you go. And six points ahead in first place on 88 points. It's yours truly. Felix, don't you dare. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> JT. <laughs> You like that, guys? Uh, that's a montage of Jonathan Thurston laughing. No, no, no. That's 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 a direct recording of Inside Mitchell Pierce's brain. <laughs> I the, thought a direct recording of Inside Mitchell Pierce's brain would just be a sad trombone. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. I love you, Mitch. No, we can't hear it. It's in it's in tones that only dogs can understand. Yeah. Uh, Thurston. <laughs> That's, that's a bit rough. rough. Thursday night. <laughs> Put your finally, together. finally, she liked one. Finally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It took that long. I got a joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thursday oh, night, SunCorp Stadium. It's the Broncos versus the Doggies on a Thursday night. We're back to Thursday night footy, guys. What do you reckon? I'm going Broncos. Yep, fair call. We'll be putting a line through the dogs next week. I think. I think you're right, and I'm also back in the Broncos. Woof, woof. Uh, Friday night, we've got two games. We start off at Allianz Stadium with the Roosters v the Knights. The Knights are in big trouble. I'll be heading out there and making a real impact in the crowd figures Mm -hmm. and we'll be seeing the Chooks (laughs) continue their march. I think they're up to second place right now and poor old Knights. Yeah, I'm going to be going oh god, I wrote down Knights. I'm going to be going Roosters. Yeah, smart move. It's the right time for the Roosters to make a run towards the finals. They're sitting pretty. uh, Their second game on Friday night at Southern Cross Group Stadium or the SCG as we like to call it. It's the Sharky Boys versus the Rabbits. Mm. Yeah, look, I I wrote down Rabbitohs, but then with a question mark next to it because I'm str- I want to I want to go Sharky Boys, but then their loss to the Titans was quite. Oh, look, you know what? 
Go Sharky Boys. All right, you're going to back the Sharky Boys, Chris Gale? <laughs> yeah, I put a question mark next to your question mark, AH. Uh, no, Cronulla, of course. And they really do need to come back after the uh, Titans' flood last night. Whitewash, yes. Well, I am also picking the Sharky Boys. So far, guys, we're all picking the same thing. Uh, Saturday, we've got a triple header for Super Saturday. Starting off Saturday afternoon at Pepper Stadium, it's the Panthers versus the Titans. Yeah, I'm going Titans. Oh! Yeah, I, I know, controversial. Well, they did good this week. I think this is the legit, the toughest match of the round. This is a tough match to call. But I continue to want to build extra stories on my high-rise out of my underground car park and give it to <laughs> Coach Hook Griffin, and therefore I'm still going Panthers. Uh, yeah, look, I think the Titans did really well. Jared Hayne played great, uh, but the Panthers, I think they're, they're on a roll into the eight, so I have picked the Panthers. Uh, Saturday, GIO Stadium, it's the Raiders versus the Storm. Raiders versus the Storm. Raiders versus uh, of course, a song written by a friend of the show, Dennis Carnahan. I'm going to go The Storm. Yep, me too. I'm clear of origin and all the need for self-punishment so I can free myself from the shackles of tipping the Raiders. I am going The Storm. They're coming off a break. They're looking good. Saturday, the last game, one Smiles Stadium. It's the Cowboys versus the Warriors. Like Wonder Woman, they'll lasso the Warriors, North Queensland Cowboys. Yep, agreed, Cowboys. Yeah, I was going into this round thinking this was going to be a tough one to call, but we're all calling the same things here. Sunday, there's two games. Win Stadium. Can the Dragons pull them out of this losing streak? Dragons v Manly. Yes, it's the last uh, Win Stadium game of the year uh, out of, you know, maybe two and a half that we get given on the schedule each year, and I'm devastated to not be there because I have to do my goddamn Triple M show. My oh, life is no. so hard. <laughs> of course I'm going the Dragons because I can't tip against my own team. Fair enough. Manly. Manly. I am also backing the Manly boys. Uh, and the final game, Sunday evening, ANZ, uh, afternoon actually, ANZ Stadium. It's the Tigers versus the Eels. An important fixture. It's the stay kind awareness round about youth suicide and the Eels and the Tigers have got on board on that really, really good cause. That's great. And it'll be great to see the West Tigers have a victory. Look, and while mentioning that topic, the number for Lifeline is 13 11 14 if you're having any sort of uh, issues, issues with that. Uh, and look, I'm going to go for the Eels. I am also going for the Eels. It's good to have full rounds back. It's good to have Thursday night footy back. That is another round of Just the Tip. DJ Felix, hit me one time. Oh, hate man. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Chris and Rose joining you this evening, uh, as we do every Sunday. Don't know why I said it like that on 104.9 <laughs> Triple M Sydney. This is the back row. And we've got a call from beloved friend of the show, Albie Tallarico. What's up, Albie? Well, you keep talking about the triple header next Saturday. Well, there's only one game in town that everyone should be coming to. Oh, yes. And that's the Newtown Jets and the New Zealand Warriors. And it's the Beer and Food Festival on the hill at Henson Park. Oh, lovely. There's nothing that says rugby league like beer and food, is there, Albie? <laughs> and Henson well, Park, frankly. <laughs> well, it's, the, it's almost the holy grail of rugby league, I believe. And what sort of promotions can we expect out there at the uh, holy grounds of Henson? Well, the boys are getting together and they've brought together the finest boutique brewers. Uh, they'll be out there, uh, you know, the Young Henrys and those lads. They'll be out there. We've got mm. some beautiful food right throughout the district of Marrickville and Newtown. And if you like a dessert, I believe the Cow in the Moon, they'll be there as well. So, Ooh. some fantastic people, community, kids. $15 to come in. I think it's a great afternoon's entertainment. And of course, at three o'clock, the main event, which is. Um, the match of the day, Newtown up against the Warriors. <laughs> it's, it's great to hear, Albie. And can you confirm or deny that there is a reality show about your new mascot, Jetman, and that Jamal Idris is part of the cast? <laughs> well, yes, it's very true. But you know, I'm hearing now that, you know, because, you know, Newtown and, and Rugby League, you know, we're all inclusive. I actually think it'd be a great job for AH. Oh! That's true, actually. Vote one, AH Kaylee, <laughs> for true. Jet 
person. I do I do definitely have a face for completely covered yeah. costume. Uh, Albie, thanks so much for filling us in on that. I think we'll probably all be there. The Beer and Food Festival at Henson Park on Saturday. Newtown Jets playing uh, the New Zealand Warriors. $10 entry, is it, Albie? Fifteen. Fifth. Ooh. Fancy. <laughs> well, I just I just ruined that. Fifteen dollars entry and uh kickoff for the Jets V Warriors game is at three PM. You're listening to Triple M. In the TVs in the studio, uh, Australian Ninja Warrior is playing. And i got to tell you, it's a lot better with the, uh, as Chris was saying, a lot better with the commentary turned down and uh, Guns N' Roses blaring <laughs> over the top of it. And I'm loving this show. And we've missed out the fact that Bo Ryan didn't do so well, apparently. Oh. But, but everyone's on Twitter saying you really gave it a crack, mate. Right. What more can you ask yeah, put from an NRL player? 110%. Yeah. It, was, it was a course of two halves. You're we credit, get it. Yeah, credit full, to your family. Full credit to himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this is The Back Row with AH Chris and Rose on 104.9 Triple M Sydney. Look, guys... Uh, Last night, uh, there was one of the most amazing games of rugby league I've ever watched. And, of course, I'm talking about the Sharky Boys versus Titans. That was up great, in wasn't it? And uh, as we all were aware, 20 minutes before the game, the heavens opened up and it absolutely poured down on that ground to the point where about 10, 15 minutes into the game, it was literally flooded. And this brings me to my most popular segment that I'm most known for and also my rarest segment when something oh, okay. like this happens this in rugby. This is new league. to me. Well, this is, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm known for. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the next episode of Wet, Wet Footy. It's raining! <laughs> wow, this is quite a rare segment. I don't think we've uh, heard it yet from you. This takes me back to Ark last night. I gotta tell you. <laughs> I'm loving this. There's a lot of things I love about rugby league. A good offload when one of the goalposts is brought into play when someone does a grubber, but there's nothing better when it gets ridiculously overbearing in the weather and everything has to change. The great thing about a raining game is kicks are out of the kicks are taken out of the equation. Playing the ball is a very serious issue now. Mm. Passing is a tough thing. Chris, you have a lot of great memories about rain games. Look, I mean, it's been... A, the, the modern rugby league ground drains so well. It does. Yeah. That most of the time we don't notice the rain and the, the ovals don't mud up or anything. It doesn't get muddy anymore. But mm. when it's really, really intense, it becomes very, very memorable in the modern game. So many will remember from a few years back, Monday Night Football, the Sharky Boys again versus the South Sydney Rabbits. And that game came to be dubbed as Sharknado. Yes. yes. It was absolutely it was bucketing the, down. The northern stand of the field got smashed, was it? <laughs> I think the eastern, western, and southern stands <laughs> right. also got smashed. Right. And the club actually issued "I Survive Sharknado" T-shirts. Oh, I know cool. my mate Peter Campbell proudly wears his to bed every night. Wow. Then, of course, uh, Anzac Day two years ago, at the Roosters home game, I believe. Yeah, I was there. Ha- I was there as well. Hail. Rain, shine, locusts, every sort of plague you possibly imagine. Chooknado. Chooknado. That's, that's you, interesting. So you, you need a name for last night's game, Rose. If we're, go, if we're going by the NATO thing, and it was the Titans versus the Sharky Boys, I say it's Titnado. Perfect. <laughs> it was an I, interesting uh, game. I have volume I, three at home. If I, go, I think we should be giving awards to certain fans if anyone just sat there through Titnado because at that um, uh, Anzac game at, at Allianz, I, I had managed to score like front row of general admission. Nice. I was not leaving nope. for anyone. I sat there getting hailed on. The players was gone. I'm getting hailed on, but it's fine because it just meant my drink stayed cold with all the, the <laughs> ice going into it. One of my big highlights of Titnado last night was the uh, one of the most unique calls to the bunker I've ever heard. A try uh, went down and the guy said, he went to the bunker and said, we're going to have to check everything because I've lost complete sight of the ball. He didn't <laughs> know where the try line was. He didn't know where the ball was. The lights were reflecting off the puddles. And like you said, Chris, it's very impressive. Full credit to the Cairns ground because they they drained that water within about 20 minutes and we were back to normal footy. At Seabus Super Stadium? Yes, yeah. yes, and it was they, very good. And I imagine Sorry, the, bunk, yes. the, the bunker must have been super excited because 
he actually had complete authority. It wasn't confirming or rejecting the ref's decision. It was an open slather wet field. Yeah, he could just do whatever he wants. And and look, it's it's one of my favourite things, rain games. I'm glad I've been able to bring back wet, wet footy to the show. But there's one thing I learnt from Titnado last night, that is the Hain plane continues to maintain a winning mind frame in the rain. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. A.H. Chris and Rose on Triple M Sydney. This is the back row. Uh, Eddie, I recognise the name. I'm going to assume that you're our Eddie. What the? Am I correct? That is correct, guys. How are we? Yeah, really, really well. Look, our, our producer tells us that um, we, we needed a name for the, the weather event that happened at the Sharky Voice v. Titans game um, this weekend. And our producer tells us that you have suggested something better than Titnado, which we came up with. <laughs> if it's possible to come up with something better than Titnado. Oh, well, Titnado is just too funny. But um, <laughs> like Freddie like versus Jason, you want to... You want to see things to collide, so Shark Matter versus Remember the Titans. We have a winner. <laughs> uh, thanks, Eddie. <laughs> oh, champion. How good's Eddie? I oh, bloody love Eddie <laughs> calling us all the time. Now, look, he was talking about Freddie v. Jason, and a big issue that's happening in the world is um, Mayweather v. McGregor. That fight has had quite a promo round, yes. which has truly been a glorious experience for fans of sledging worldwide. Um, McGregor has been doing such a good job of it that he's even got he's, – he's won the whole world over. Mm. He has. It, look, it's a oh, am I? <laughs> it's a crazy it's a crazy thing that's happening here. This is a dream match that's about to go down. This is two separate sports that are about to go head to head. This is boxing and UFC, and they're really. I mean, this fight. You know, boxing is a lot about building up the hype and the boxing match not actually necessarily being the best by the end. But this is one of the best hype trains I've ever seen for a fight ever. Mm, I'm going to watch the shit out of that match. <laughs> I don't care really about boxing or UFC. But look, so McGregor's killing it. He's absolutely killing it in the sledges and the promo and the pumping it up. Mayweather, not so much. He's even fallen back on a using a homophobic slur. He oh. called he called McGregor a faggot, okay. um, which not, not on, cool. mate. Not, not cool, cool not on. Um, and, and just it's it's not clever as well. Do a better job. And so, Rose, you're a massive wrestling fan, so you you know how this sort of thing should be done. Look, I see the, I see the holes that are being punched in Mayweather's plan. And Mayweather for 20 years has been the hero in every fight he's ever had. And he's walking into this one thinking he's going to be the hero again. But everyone wants Connor to win. Everyone likes Connor. He's Larry Irish style. He's, he's mouthiness. And Mayweather actually can't keep up with McGregor when it comes to talking. This is the first time in his career. So as a wrestling fan, I've watched a lot of people struggle to get over as heroes in wrestling. You've got to be the bad guy that everyone sees you as. And this is my message to you. I'm, I'm sure Mayweather's a huge fan of the back row and he's listening right uh, now. Who is it? Right? He podcasts. Yes, he does. He's a uh, podcaster. So uh, listen... Floyd, here's what you've got to do. You've got to walk out there and be stoic. You've got to sit in a a throne, sit on a big throne with two live Bengal tigers either side of you, cold-faced, and just stare Connor in the face and let him yell. And then if you want to talk, if they say Mayweather, you've got to say something, this is what you do. You get on the mic, you stand in front of that crowd, and you say, you cheered me for 20 years, and now you boo me because your new golden child is here. When we get in that ring at the end of August, I want that whole arena to boo me when I beat McGregor because I'm going to take your Irish dream away from you and remind you who the king of boxing is. And then he sits back down in between his two Bengal Tigers and doesn't do another facial expression (laughs) for the entire program. That's what Mayweather... Mayweather needs to be doing, not playing McGregor's game.
Is that why you keep bringing tigers into the studio every single show, Rose? I, I thought it was a bit weird, but it's, it's a display of dominance, is it? Stoic it is. dominance. It's an interesting thought, Rose, but I think you should pay your taxes. Yeah. yeah. And, and can I just say, Michael luck the roses. Michael luck the roses. And also, maybe bring in real tigers instead of just spray-painted cats, but I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be kind to you by suggesting that you've got the real thing on air. This is The Back Row on Triple M. Women in League round next week, and you can hear all the action as Triple M rocks the footy uh, on with the Saturday NRL and, of course, the Sunday NRL, where they'll be calling the match of the day. Um, I know that uh, myself, Emma Lawrence, and I understand the Errol girls as well will be sort of um, making appearances during nice. Women in League round um, to sort of, you know, bring some some other voices to to Rugby League. Which I should is just give you the fantastic. whole thing. Cool. Whole box and Who are yeah, you, by the way? over. Yeah. Well, I was just about to get to that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Sorry. Classic male attitude. Yeah. I'm A.H. Kaylee, and I'm joined by Chris Gale and Andrew Rose. Uh, we all host the back row on um, Triple M Sydney 104.9 each week. Speaking of women in league round, players, Chris, you were telling me earlier, players will be wearing, um, for a special edition of Jersey Watch, uh, the name of an, an inspirational woman of their choice on their jerseys. Is that correct? Yes, A.H., this is an innovation of the Sydney Roosters. Mm-hmm. So it was in the paper today that they've come up with this idea. And as we say, innovation, rugby league, they just go together hand in hand. Yep. So they'll have the first name of a woman who's provided a particular source of inspiration in their life up to the present day. Now, apparently, the implicit contract between all the players was they were all going to put their names with their mum. Okay. Oh, that's a bit boring. Well, like, like it's great. Good for the mums. Uh, no, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Against mothers. Oh, I have nothing against mothers, and <laughs> I, mean, I think he, that... he, he tips against Canterbury. That's not Australian. But now <laughs> you're after mothers. No, look, the emotional labour and and sort of you know unpaid uh, work that that mothers do is is incredible. I think motherhood is one of the you know hardest jobs, is especially in our in our modern society. But in terms of creativity, it's a bit. You know, what about uh, on your jersey? What about you know Emmeline Pankhurst threw herself in. In front of a horse for for the vote, and well, also allegedly. so that I could get on the radio and talk about well, rugby league. Bell Hooks, feminist author. Um, you'd have to, of course, write Bell in lowercase because that's how she spells it. Um, Sylvia Rivera, one of the trans women who kicked off the St- Stonewell riots. Uh, myself, why not? Why not just a cheeky little a h <laughs> on your on your tummy there? And you know, Beyonce. Well, yeah, I mean, this is actually, what's interesting is JWH or Jared Warira Hargraves has mm-hmm. actually gone against the implicit agreement and will have the name of his beloved wife, Chelsea, on the jersey. Mm. It got me thinking, maybe Hillary and Chelsea. Oh. Mm. I also had that in idea. Terms of, uh, in terms of people who've done great stuff for women and feminists, I'd be putting Bernie there before I'd be putting Hillary. <laughs> Sad. And, and, and as you say, Beyonce, can I just say what a preposterous photo that was of her and the twins <laughs> not, not that man. came out on Instagram this week. That was awesome. Back yourself, feel yourself, black girl magic, loved it. Yeah, let, let me tell you, I went for uh, something stiffer to drink than just a lemonade after <laughs> that. Oh, but, but you know, can you imagine Cher, Mariah, mm. or a yes. little bit of an Australian flavour, Delta? Mm. I mean, of for course. mine, Rose, it's Julie Newmar, the original Catwoman in the Bat- Batman TV series. Not she, Eartha? No, no. Eartha's I'm, undoubtedly no. the best. Lee Merriweather, of course, also did the movie, but I am all over Julie Newmar. What about mm, you, Rose? Phrasing. What about Bieber? Oh, wait, there's a dude. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, good joke. Well, I mean, this has been an incredibly progressive uh, talk break on Triple M Sydney. Beautiful juxtaposition going on here hmm. in the trickle, Triple M Sydney studio. Um, that lovely, soft, sax ending of um, Lou Reed Walk on the Wild Side while we're looking at the TV screen, which is muted, cheering about Australian Ninja Warrior. That guy was good. Yep.
This is The Back Row with AH, Chris and Rose. And look, it's that time again. Back Rower of the Week. Yes, this is the part of the show where we elevate someone good or topical from the week that was into the back row of our own rugby league team for Mm. some reason. Boys, who wants to start? I think I'll go first because mine aren't necessarily that hilarious this week like I normally do. I want Rose to go first. (laughs) Kick it off, baby. Uh, My back row of the week is someone who's a big inspiration for me on radio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio in America I've listened to for many, many years. And there was a show there called The Opie and Anthony Show. Anyone who's ever watched... uh, Oh, yeah. You love that show. Opie and Anthony Show was a a big turning point for me in, in finding the radio that I enjoy and listening to it. And Greg Opie Hughes, one of the two hosts of that show, was fired this week unceremoniously after about 20-something years. You're kidding. Is it a rugby league show? Uh, (laughs) No, it's not a rugby league show, but I'm sure they could (laughs) find something funny. But uh, look, uh, there's a lot of mixed opinions about Greg Opie Hughes and who he's been as a radio presenter. He's a bit of a shock jock, I guess you could say, but he is off the air finally after about 20-something years. Some people are happy, some people are sad, but I want to say thanks, uh, Opie, for all your time. You're a big inspiration to me doing radio, so good on you, Opie. That's my back row of the week. Chris Gale, who you got? Well, like everybody else, AH, I am in the grip of Australian Ninja Warrior fever. Yeah. And to update Bo Ryan's situation, he currently sits in third place on tonight's screening. Yeah. And he now will always be known as Failed Pipe Climber. <laughs> but I think he'll be Aren't through. We to, all? Oh, but I think he'll be through to the next round. But it is from Australian Ninja Warrior that my two back rowers. In fact, two people I wouldn't want in my back row, and they are, of course, John Pierce and Samson Smith from Justice Crew. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they bombed out. But uh, <laughs> it was good to see the boys give it a crack. I love to see entertainers <laughs> getting involved. It does raise the idea of a perhaps celebrity ninja warrior. It might be something we'd all love to, yeah, to get, see. Yeah, get me on there. I absolutely and, want to be staying next to AH trying that course, going, <laughs> breathe, Anne, breathe! In, 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 her, in her jet person mascot outfit. <laughs> And yeah, set it up at Henson Park. <laughs> and by the yeah. way, I, look, yeah. I don't want to be too harsh on the Justice Boy crews because, first of all, they gave it a crack. And secondly, John Pierce and Samson Smith sound like league players. They do. But they let's, do. let's be honest, that can't be his real name, Smith. No, can no. It? no, no. Well, look, boys, my back rower of the week. Uh, next week, you, Chris Gale, my right-hand man. Rose, you're my even writer-hand man Thank based you. on the configuration of the studio. Yep. Uh, you will be uh, gone next week. So friend of the show, Dennis Carnahan of Rugby League the Musical and composer of everyone's favourite rugby league song, That's in Queensland, um, <laughs> which funnily enough, the, of course, the show Queenslander only have taken that on as their intro, which is much like when a Republican politician in the US takes you know, a Bruce Springsteen song or something. He's like, I don't think you got the meaning of I it. Don't appreciate you using my song. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Dennis will be joining us to fill Chris's ample shoes, and that's why he is my back rower of the week this week, because he'll also be a back rower next week. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. Can I ring in at least? Oh, yeah. I, I, where are you going to be again? Be? I'll be over investigating. I know the West Tigers are keen in putting on a promotional league fixture in the islands of Hawaii. Right. right. So I'm throwing myself on that particular bomb and going to investigate. Ooh, oh. I wonder what time it'll be in Your Hawaii. Your life is so hard, Chris. I've already, I've already checked. It'll be between 11 and 1 a.m. I've actually been at Donovan Frankenrider bachelor party, believe it or not. <laughs> so I'll be looking for any excuse to get on the phone. Great. Well, look, this has been The Back Row with A.H. Chris and Rose. Chris Gale, final thoughts? My final thoughts, A.H., are quite serious. You're talking there about Dennis Carnahan and that's in Queensland. Mm. I, I just I think... I feel very serious about Dennis Carnahan. Former Origin coach, now Kangaroos coach, Mal Meninga... <laughs> Supposedly should be dispassionate about these origin matters, but he's come up with his kangaroo merit squad with you know, populated mainly by Queenslanders in the starting line.
lineup, and yet he does a show called Queenslanders Only. Conflict of interest. I'm calling out Mal Meninga. I'm angry. I'll see you in two weeks. A new back row campaign. We start a new one each week. Andrew Rose, final thoughts. This is a weird one for just the wrestling fans, but good luck to all the wrestlers at the New Japan G1 tournament that starts tomorrow night. It's three weeks of wrestling. And also next week, no Chris Gale party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, um, the podcast Extra will be heading on to record that shortly. It's about um, some going-ons in Homebush. The podcast goes up right after the show on a Sunday night, and then our podcast Extra is up on Mondays. It's called The Back Row Catch-Up on iTunes and your favourite podcasting app. Sign up. Why not? Bye. You've been listening to The Back Row Catch-Up. Hear it live on Triple M Sydney, Sunday night, right after the